Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me, is that Nick Mason? It is. Hello. Wow. Surprise, it's me. Surprise. And what a wonderful surprise it is. Mason. I was the masked podcaster for a moment, <laughs> and then I did the big reveal. Wow. What was, your, what was your big paper mache head that you had? Big kombucha. <laughs> the brand? No, the concept. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> a big kombucha. No, I know what you mean, like but I just thought, like, you were in yeah. the pocket of big kombucha. That's oh, I, I am also. <laughs> I don't drink it because it's garbage. But... <laughs> no, it's good, Mason, actually. Uh, I wish they'd pay me instead of you, quite frankly. Mason, before we talk about uh, the things that we are going to talk oh, about yes. this week, what, what, weren't, we on a, weren't we on a little something this week? We were absolutely. We made a rare double appearance on another podcast. That's right. Specifically, Total Reboot with Cam and Alexi. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they're, they're going through a series of... Uh, Cool millennial movies that'll bloody blow your mind, and we decided to get in there and watch uh, the movie Dark City. Correct, and uh, had a heck of a time over there. Uh, If you're familiar with like The Matrix or even the movie Dark City, maybe it's something that you'd be interested in uh, watching and/or listening to. Those examples are both very similar to Dark City, so that's cool. I think. So yeah, that'll be linked below. Thank you to Collins who's editing this for for doing just that Uh, this week, Mason. Here's the news. Give me. I'll give you a bit of a rundown, but then I'll give you more information. Okay, great. Time codes below. 
uh, if you do want to jump to any point in particular. Not you, you have to sit through it. Yeah, I can't do that at all. Exactly. Yeah, uh, the there's big What sh- if I could, though? You what can't. a power I would wield. You'd have the like the click remote. The click the remote. Click. The, yeah, a movie right. I haven't seen, but I think that's what it's about. Mm. So big shake-up over at Warner Brothers and I, DC. I just, I just keep clicking fast-forward, fast-forward, <laughs> fast-forward, and I get to the end of my life and I'm like, oh, no, I skipped past so much comic book movie news. <laughs> oh, big regrets, you know? That's right, Exactly. Uh, so, so don't be like me. <laughs> if I had one piece of advice for you out there, folks, don't be like me. Don't skip through the comic book and movie news. Just really embrace it and be there in the moment for the comic book movie news. But you can skip it if you want. Also. I mean, you can if you want. If you, <laughs> it's you know, fine. Yeah, yeah. If you're tight on time this week, you go to work or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Warner Brothers, uh, big overhaul at Warner Brothers and DC. Mason, it oh, seems. some flash news, sort of. Okay. Uh, in addition to that, uh, Superman's maybe getting written out of the DC Universe right. okay. officially. Wow. An update on uh, Fantastic Beasts, um, Dumbledore something, something, etc. Oh, was that confirmed one way or the other? Well, which one? The... That maybe there's not going to be uh, several more Fantastic Beasts. Oh, no, ones. I mean that thing that happened in China. Oh, that thing that happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange 2 gets a rating uh, mm. and Morbius, of course, has a... Got some big box office news. I had one more thought about the Morbius post-credit sequence, which we can talk about in that segment. We can do just, it. Okay, just, we'll just hang on to me, it. Yeah. And then, of course, we're going to I talk. I just can't stop thinking about the Morbius post-credit sequence. I know that. It's always Monthbius for you, isn't it? Even mm-hmm. though I vetoed it. That's right, even though it cannot be Monthbius anymore. Yeah, but uh, and then we're going to talk about the movie Everything All at Once. Uh, everything Everywhere All Everything at Everywhere All at Once. I'm going to keep getting that wrong. Some Terrific. of them will be on purpose. Uh, which I'm looking forward to talking about. Okay, Mason, let's kick things off with a story from Variety who says Warner Brothers Discovery are exploring an overhaul of the DC uh, entertainment sphere. Wait, so they're called Warner Brothers Discovery now because they bought the Discovery Channel? No, so Discovery bought bought Warner Brothers. Oh. Yeah, I know. It seems wrong, right? It seems like it should be the other way. But, I mean, I guess... no, it's the History Channel that is normal history during the day and then at night it's just like ancient aliens. Oh, really? Yeah, I think When so. do they do your dad's World War II history? When do they do Churchill documentaries? Is that like around dinner time? Yeah, that would be about... Something to yeah. fall asleep to. That's exactly right. On a, on a recliner. On a recliner. Then when dad's, then dad's fallen asleep because he's heard Churchill's famous speech or whatever, then you're like, get the remote. We're going to watch ancient aliens. <laughs> but I don't know what Discovery does. Yeah, well, they apparently they have $43 billion to buy Warner Brothers, wow. uh, which is what they did. So there you go. Apparently the top leadership has been toying with the idea, this is fascinating, of turning DC into its own solidified content vertical. You know what I mean? Oh, I hate the sound of that. Yeah, no. So you, you know what that means, right? <laughs> yeah, obviously movies, yeah. comic books, yep. happy meals. Exactly. And put it all in together, lunch boxes. That's right. So people would obviously be familiar with the horizontal strategy. Of, de- of marketing. This is, we're talking vertical. This is vertical. We're talking straight up and down. Oh, my God. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I can elaborate on this a <laughs> little bit. That gives you room to sneak around the sides. <laughs> That's right. Horizontal, you can't do it. Can't it's do very anything. inefficient. Yeah, you have to leap over it. I don't have the knees for that. You could trip. You could trip. You could trip. Yeah. So Discovery Insiders believe that although DC has achieved cinematic success with recent films such as Aquaman and The Batman, mm. it lacks a coherent... Sorry, the what? The Battleman. <laughs> it lacks a coherent... Stru- uh, I was defending Robert Pattinson in a group chat today. He's mm. like, I'm loving The Batman. I'm not liking this emo pa- Robert Pattinson. I'm like, get fucked. He's great, actually. You know what the fuck you're talking... This is my, this is my bread and butter, and you're you, wrong. you got to get out of that group <laughs> chat. <laughs> I've never heard a positive story from that group chat, honestly. <laughs> It's always like you never believe what happened in this group chat. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't think 
<laughs> you don't have to be in there. Yeah, I know. You're right. I guess you do though, because you get you stop getting if you if you if you leave the group chat, you'll stop getting invited to events you don't want to be at. So <laughs> what do I do? You know. Yeah. So apparently, though, it lacks a coherent creative brand strategy. Probably because of its horizontal Exactly, yeah. Uh, so Discovery believes that several top-shelf uh, characters, such as Superman, have been left to languish and need to be revitalised. They also believe projects like Todd Phillips's Joker are a shiny example of how second-build characters from the DC library can and should be <laughs> exploited. <laughs> That's their words. Uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is apparently another example. Don't they've been trying to do I, that? Let, I feel. Let me I'll t- let me tell you a few things about that statement, James. <laughs> first of all, uh, they're absolutely bloody right. First of all, about letting Superman languish, he has been. Yeah. So hats off to you. Tip of the hat to you, Discovery. You want to go vertical because he's an up and down character. He's going up and As, down. Well, as in like he's straight up and down, you know what I mean? He's telling the truth and he's mm. flying up and he's down. He's flying up and down. They're yeah. like, we should introduce some rings for him to fly through. <laughs> and a kryptonite no, that's, fog. that's horizontal. But also. You're thinking too horizontal. Now that is quite horizontal, isn't it? The, the other thing there is I love how they think the Joker is a second tier character. Yeah, I know. Right? Like <laughs> you haven't been on this job long enough if you think that the, like the, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel with a second-tier character like the Joker. Yeah. Oh, no. He's like... Tell me, when you when you make a Ten-Eyed Man movie, <laughs> then, then uh, g- give me a call. Then you're scraping the bottom you're of the barrel. You're absolutely right. Like, top five DC... Pro- top three. He's probably in the yeah. top three, really. Uh-huh. Yeah. They also want to um, get disparate efforts of... Condiment t- King. <laughs> yeah, there you go. T- disparate efforts of TV and film uh, to line up to maximise market value like Marvel are doing. Okay. So it's, they're basically they're looking for the words that they used in this article were they're Kevin Feige. See, the thing Although is... Although, give yeah. it to me. Oh, man, I would have... <laughs> sorry, I had another thought, but I shouldn't have had another thought. I should have just called it. <laughs> it doesn't sound that different from what, what they're, they're already doing. doing. Yeah, I guess they're looking for a, um, a singular universe. Sure, but but also, like Joker, an unconnected character. Yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, I think it's also. I don't think I used to have a job where I worked in a shop, like a department wow, store. I good know for you. And like once every, I know this by the way. You telling me because I know you. this. Yeah, okay. yeah. But like once every six to eight months, they would like reorganize the entire store. They would like change all the de- like they would move all the departments Why? around. Well, I think it was just they're like, well, actually, it's for you know, for actually for purposes of summer, we want to have the summer co- uh, items uh, t- towards the front. But, but it would, cha- but it would take like shifting everything. Do you have to like move everything? The, the electronics that you know that do all like don't work. Mm. Do they need to be moved? Probably. Yeah. Okay. But it was just like a, it was just like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. But it was yeah. just like, and and it, and we'd ha- we'd do it while the store was being opened. Like we would do it while the store was open, so people are like confused, and then it? and people would show up and be like, "Where's the, the department I always go to?" And I have to be like, "It's over. It, they've moved it to the other side of the store." But basically, uh, it's just to show they were doing something. Like man, yeah. it was to show manage. Like because if 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 upper management came down and was like, "What have you been doing the last six months?" and they're like, "Nothing," mm. they'd get into trouble. So they're like, "We've reorganized everything for maximum whatever." That's this verticality. Verticality. That's this. It's just like. All we need to do is we need to make some TV shows and some movies and we want to use popular characters like Superman but also less popular characters like Joker. <laughs> and there's going to be TV shows as well. And it has to be linked like Marvel. And if only we had some sort of streaming service we could put DC yeah. television shows on. Wouldn't that be incredible? <laughs> they also... It'd be like a home box office. A maximum home box office. It's really... What are you doing? You're not doing anything, Discovery, yeah. you idiots. I've changed my tune. <laughs> 
You've lost your minds. It's interesting because... And I'll do it. And, and I'll be Kevin Feige. They've also tried this. Like, this is how they started. Kevin Weige. Well, they, remember they wanted... Like Wario. Yeah, but they like... DC, like, but they... It, you get what I'm saying. It Jay. was like a Zack. Very good. It was like a Zack Snyder. Uh, He's not fully taken on. No, it's very good. I'll let him finish. His, Sorry, I'll it's, let, it's very good. I'll let him finish his thought, but then I'll point out that the, the, again that this they need they needed DC Kevin Feige would be like Wario. <laughs> yes. to, Mar- to Kevin Feige's Mario. Uh, yeah, no, I get it, and it's very good. No, no, you can't hear this. You can't. Hear oh, this. okay. I'm the listeners. Okay. Anyway, can you finish your thought. Yeah. So basically, I'm listening. They did this already with yeah. Jeff Johns and Zack Snyder, yeah. and then they kept intervening, and it became a mess. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what they were initially starting with, and that was horizontal. Yes. Okay. And the Flash probably, and the Flash is is, like, is ending apparently. Mm. That's ending soon. So a lot of their TV stuff, but not all of it, mm-hmm. is like is wrapping up or mm. changing. You know what I mean? So apparently, also they're more interested in someone, and this is speak to exactly what you were talking about, in someone who can keep everything aligned rather than a creative guru. So they basically want someone who can run between departments and make sure everybody's doing their job uh, properly. And if like, you know, so TV speaking of film and okay, comics sure, right. speaking of whatever, uh-huh. comics are speaking of video games. And it sounds like they want a Kevin Feige, but they don't want someone who has the power of a Kevin Feige. Oh, they want just someone they can... They just want an intern <laughs> they can bully. <laughs> they can just keep running up and down the halls. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna use, they're going to use Superman in this movie. You're going to use him in the TV show? No, okay. Cool, just don't don't you do it. Oh, they've done it. Sorry, oh, I don't, no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'm tired. I'm so tired. Apparently they went to Emma Watts, who's a former executive over at Fox and Paramount, but she uh, is not interested. And like I said before, the like, the like, give it to me. No, this would be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Because there's so much of this that is already beloved and also so much that people hate and the things that yeah. people love or hate are different. <laughs> it's true. So it's but like... sometimes the same. Yeah. It's so, sometimes within the same person. Yeah. So you have to... Uh, with Marvel, they had the advantage of being the first to do it and starting pretty much from scratch. Mm, yeah. Obviously, there had been Marvel movies, but they the MCU kicked off something new. Yeah. There is a lot of, for good or bad, there's a lot of baggage in this universe. Mm. And this isn't a clean start. There's still things going. Yeah. Peacemaker's going, which has been mm. off of Suicide Squad, which is a movie people like but didn't make money. Yeah. The Joker was one and done, or is it? Or are they making a sequel? Uh-huh. The Flash is connecting to the movie universe, I think, the TV show. But yeah. also that show is ending, but also the Flash as a movie is in yeah. trouble, as we've been talking about. And also, you've, you know, the, a real rod for your back, the real looming threat, of course, is that the greatest movie moment of all time mm. was that when the Flash entered the Speed Force in, ja- in Zack Snyder's <laughs> Justice League. So you... Like that's a whole, yeah. that's a real situation there. Boy, is it? A certain, like I imagine in the interview process, they just show you the hashtag restore the Snyderverse yeah. on a big bit of paper and they're like, can you deal with this? Because <laughs> you're going to have to every day. Yeah. Every tweet you make, there's yeah. going to be a thousand responses underneath that are just that. Is exactly. that okay with you? Yeah. That's going to be your life. Mm. On top of that, this is via uh, Viewer Anon, which is a Twitter account which deals with scoops uh, since deleted. So you know it's good. Yeah, exactly. Hot and fresh and good. It claims that the Flash. You see mm, that the Flash will include a post credit scene where where Barry Allen mentions Superman to Aquaman, Aquaman, mm. and Aquaman is like, I don't know who that is. Wow. So they're resetting the universe to kick out Superman. Wow. Officially, but temporarily. You well, would that imagine. and also like if we're if we're doing vertical mar- marketing branding synergy strategies, mm. then that won't happen. 
because they want to put Superman back in, but also, but also maybe they just want him as the TV character yeah. currently. And but also, JJ Abrams is doing a Superman yeah. movie. Sounds to me, James. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you've encountered one of these recently. Sounds to me like a post-credit sequence where they don't know what it means and they're just putting it in there because it's a shocking thing. It is a shocking it thing. It's very much a shocking thing. Also, that would suggest because if if you recall, uh, Justice League, the yeah. theatrical release of, of Justice League, which it's my favorite movie, which. Currently is still the canonical yeah, it is. Uh, Justice League of, of this particular cinematic universe. Uh, at the end of that movie, uh, all the other heroes are just sort of holding Steppenwolf at bay and then Superman just shows up and cleans his clock yeah. instantly. <laughs> yep. uh, what happened in this universe then if yeah. he wasn't there? I mean, we know that he recently showed up in, uh, in Peacemaker. Yeah. I mean, he's silhouetted. Yes, that's right. Maybe so. it was Shazam. Maybe it was Shazam. Did you see the? Do you definitively see the S shield on the suit? I think no, it is. They it confirmed that it is. Yeah, is but it, is it though? Well, I guess they could change. Like they it. could change it. Like yeah. if, if we don't, if we didn't see that it was definitively Superman, it could be any number of Superman lookalikes. It could be Monel. It feels like they're letting go, or our uh, people who are stepping away from these properties. Like could have the, been the Martian yeah. Manhunter. Like it's the wrong people. The fact that they're like mm. we're, we're not doing Henry Cavill Superman anymore, but it's like you know. Like, people like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They might not have been the most financially successful movies, though generally, like, the, they've done well. Not, I think they were looking for, like, an Iron Man numbers. You know, yeah, right. Mean, the, the Iron Man 3 <laughs> in particular. But, like, people like him. Mm. Like, the problem with that Superman is that people have is not him. No one's ever like, no, he sucks. That's right. Everybody likes him. Mm-hmm. What did he do is my point. <laughs> Great point, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to blame him. Mm-hmm. What did you do, Cavill? So anyway, we'll just see how this shakes out over the next mm. couple of years, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's... Also, to finish my thought, DC are looking for a Wario. Yeah, they could play tennis together. Yes, that's true, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, that took... Oh yeah, now yeah. I get it. I didn't get it, but Yeah, now but I now you it. get it, right? <laughs> and Feige be like, yeah, actually, so for, you know, for Phase 5, we're thinking of, you know, combining the cosmic, uh, you know, characters and maybe in, like the, the magic characters. Okay. Uh, what do you think about that? And, and the DC guy would be like... Wah! You know, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's not the penguin. No, he's a Wario. Diff- Ooh, he probably has penguin-like elements. Yeah, but he is Wario. Though. He's Wario. Yeah, very yeah. good. Well, that's a lot of news in just up top. Mm-hmm. Mason, let's talk about um, uh, what do we got here? So this is via Bleeding Cool. There was a Flash prequel comic, a prequel to the movie, Ooh. which was apparently going to come out April twenty-sixth, but printing for that have been ceased, stopped, given the given the no go. Oh, right? popped. Uh, it's been like theorized that they were going to put some of Ezra Miller's blood in it. That's right. <laughs> Dude, they were going to do it kiss style. Oh no! Uh, that this is because of Ezra Miller's recent actions, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but the artist on that one, Ferreira, came out and said on Twitter, "Nope, it will be printed later this year, so there won't be so much of a gap between the comic and the movie." So good to see Warner Brothers again taking a hard stance on something. That's right. <laughs> or as I call them, Warner Brothers. <laughs> Very good. Because yeah, Wario works there now. They're going to have to address this sooner or later, or not. Can you just ignore it? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. Maybe there's a guy. They they need a guy to be like, no, just ignore it. It's fine, probably. It's fine, probably. So there you go. Look, that's probably. And also, like, that makes sense for the people who worked on that comic. Like, that's unfair that someone does something terrible and then Mm. your work gets thrown in the bin. That's true. That sucks. I agree. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, This is by Deadline. Oh, here's some more good news. So Warner Brothers, again. uh, (laughs) So the Fantastic Beasts, uh, secret, The Secrets of Dumbledore. If you've come for a review of that movie because you're in the US and it just came out last week's last episode, week, yeah. we did a full breakdown, a 
about that movie and we how had a full breakdown. Yeah, we did, and how it's mostly about a magical horse that picks the president of magic. Mm-hmm. President of magic being a character that I don't know previously existed <laughs> in the. But you um, knew in your heart probably would have existed, right? No, I, I never. I thought like you know, like the way the world is structured, like different countries had different presidents. Nah, and it's stuff. just one guy. Just one guy. Yeah, is yeah, it? yeah But yeah, a yeah. horse picks. Yeah, the magic right. horse picks. Look, we, we already covered it and we definitively solved the problem of the horse picking the president. I think we did. No, we did. Yeah. But apparently, though, so it was this movie was released in China in the past week and in mm. doing so they removed the references of the same-sex relationship between uh, the two threequels lead characters, that being uh, Dumbledore and Grindelwald, mm. right? So the Chinese censors requested a cut, which Warner Brothers, according to, according to a studio spokesman, accepted to comply with local requirements, adding that the spirit of the film remains intact. Man, they must Yeah, have... I mean, it still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't make it worse. James, they must, have, they must have really chewed up the runtime with all those edits. Oh, mate, you're not wrong. So two lines were removed, six seconds of dialogue. Uh, one was because I was in love with you and the summer that Geralt and I fell in love. I knew it. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, the first line uh, is dialogue and the second is voiceover. Now, from a business perspective, <laughs> this is a decision that I entirely understand. You right? think, is this a horizontal business decision? Yeah, I think so. Well, like a big stack of money. Yeah. Because it's already made $10 million. Uh, less, they've uh, also got a bunch of cinemas closed due to COVID. But Fantastic Beasts and, and look at these creatures, look at this case, look at it. Uh, that made $85 million in China. Okay. The last Crimes of Grindelwald made $57 million. Okay. Inexplicably. So for some reason, this is a this is a franchise that, China likes. Okay. I don't know. Because don't, don't they not like magic and ghosts or something? Isn't that? I couldn't say. No, it's ghosts. They don't like ghosts. There's no <laughs> there's ghosts in Harry Potter. But Harry Potter's always been a big franchise in China, mm. right? So they're, they're going, well, if we take out these six seconds, we can make $50 million. Right, yeah. That's yeah. what's happened here. Mm. But also, boo. I agree, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just the idea of like, no, nah, this, you know, we don't need to, these people don't exist and let's not, you know, let's not harp on about yeah, this yeah. harping on. Like it's six like it's like a nothing dialogue as well, you know what I mean? Agreed, yeah. But again, like I understand it, but mm. we didn't even the, really touch upon that they replaced Johnny Depp with Mads Mickelson and there's no explanation for it. Nobody even says you look different now. Yeah, they did with Dumbledore. Did they? Dumbledore died. Oh, I guess they did, yeah. Yeah. So it does happen. Yeah, but old guys all look the same. Yeah, that's true. Old guys all look the same. If you're an old guy out there, mm-hmm. You look, you look, we don't, we don't know what, you look like a different old guy. Yep. Is that right? Agreed. Thanks. I was just going with the thing that you said. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing a riff mason and it didn't really go. That was great. Was no, nothing. I liked it. No, I think you did really well there. Oh, thank God. Uh, Doctor Strange 2 has a rating. It's PG-13. Oh, for some uh, supernatural violence probably. Intense sequence of violence and action, frightening images and some frightening images. language. Uh-oh. So there you go. Mm. That's coming up. So when's that? That's going to be a few weeks away, isn't it? That's out on the 4th, I believe. The critic screening of that, well, there is none, so it's going to be the premiere on May 2nd. Oh. So I don't think that means it's bad. I think it means there's like 400 cameos in it. Yeah, and they have to, they, they cannot trust yep. anyone at this point, reviewers or... Or the general public not mm. to immediately go on. You can trust us though. Tell yeah, us. Try, yeah, we won't tell Just us. give it, send us a list of cameos. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't even want to see the movie. Well, well, and we are so strong-willed, we will simply print it out and place it on the table, and we will not read from it. That's right. At any point during any uh, uh, upcoming podcast. Correct, correct, correct. And that's fun, isn't it? Mm. Uh, let's do. But some... we will allude to them every single one. Oh, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to. Um, I'm not going to not. Yeah, I've, got, right. I've got the list, yes, Mason. Yes. This one's via Forbes. Uh, I know Monthbius is over, mm-hmm. but this is uh, Morbius news. 
So on its second Friday opening, Mm -hmm. uh, it made $2.93 million, tying it with Dark Phoenix for for an estimated 83% drop-off, an unprecedented Friday-to-Friday drop-off. That's unprecedented. Morbius is also expected to make... I mean, it's precedented because of Dark Phoenix. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's got... Apparently expected to, expected to make just shy of $10 million in its second weekend. That is a 73.9% drop-off. Uh, and that's the Why, b- that's unprecedented. Well, that's also the biggest second-week drop-off for any comic book movie ever. Oh, no. So it's worse than, I'll give you some examples, mm-hmm. Fan4Stick. Okay. It's worse than the last two X-Men movies, whichever Whoa. ones those ones were. Mm-hmm. It's worse than, what's another bad thing? Steel, I guess. Steel's not good. Sure. But, like, percentage-wise, uh-huh. it's worse than We steel. don't know what their drop-off was like. Worse than Greenland. Whoa. Uh, yeah, it's atrocious. Oh, I guess in, the, in a way it's worse than literally every, every yeah. other superhero movie. So Those are some examples. Those are bad, yeah. It's worse than Spawn probably. Yeah, I mean, who's shocked by this? Not me. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm glad that it's, it's <laughs> the, that it's the lowest because that movie, you know. It's teaching people a valuable lesson. I think so, yeah. That you can't just make some generic garbage yep. and then – be like, but then be like, well, but if you want, you stick around for the post-credit sequences. That's you got to, That's worth the price of admission. No, it's not. No. I mean, this one kind of is, but also no, just watch it not. on YouTube. No, it's not. It's really not. Yeah, just look it up. Mm. Just just read a description of it. But if I may, James, I had another thought about that. Oh yeah, that's it's right. Just, it's just this, a, is this Mason's one bit of news? It might, no, it's not my bit of news. Well, then you need a one bit of news. You're gonna you're gonna know us two bits of news next week. Then it's my one bit of news. <laughs> so I've been thinking about the post-credit sequence and spoilers for the post-credit sequence of Morbius. If you haven't seen it, we're gonna get into it right now. I don't think it. No, people aren't seeing it now it's done no that's true so no. if you haven't seen it too it's, late it's not happening exactly that when when morbius goes into the desert and then the vulture shows up yeah. to meet him in the desert yeah it is insane that his first line of dialogue isn't my wife and daughter are in another dimension and i'm desperate to get back to them and i will do anything yeah like they it, it, it also shocked me a little bit that i didn't think of that until like he a week eat, later well, because there's so many other things to unpack yeah. he, i mean even to say that and then go this is something to do with spider-man you can you help me you can even work in your little spider-man right, reference right, yeah, yeah. if you wanted to yeah. yeah 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 but no but first of all how i don't maybe we talk about this but how why would you think it has something to do with spider-man <laughs> i mean the only reason this is because it's the, it's the it's their only mutual friend Spider-Man. But <laughs> exactly. it could, like, he, Spider-Man's not known for dimensional stuff. No. But my point is that it, it, it speaks to my bad character that I all, I, I didn't immediately go, well, like, his entire motivation in his the movie he was in yeah. was to provide for his family, and yep. then the big dogs took his business away, so he turned to crime. Yep. But in this, he's just like, they were like, should we give, should we give, keep, let him keep his motivation? And they're like, nah, just make him a cartoon character. Yeah. Just whatever. Maybe this is something to do with Spider-Man. I, I wondered also, I also had the thought, maybe he only has a wife and daughter in the MCU. Like he's legally not allowed to have, like maybe Sony only own a version of the Vulture uh, that doesn't have any well, yeah, family. Yeah, maybe. Well, Liz Allen, Liz Allen is a Spider-Man character, so mm. she'd have to, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Anyway, I just think yeah. it's just just really good stuff. Yeah, just don't give him, just don't make him a real three dimensional character no. of any kind. Why I'll would be you great. bother? Like legally in this universe, mm. uh, Sony won't allow me to have wife and kids, <laughs> so, so that's why I need to get back to the MCU. Yeah, yeah. fantastic stuff. Also, that's an opinion. Uh, that's not a one piece of news. So that's true. That's going to be you. You owe us two bits of news next week. Oh man, what if I come up with a bit of news before during the, end the episode? Of the show? Yeah, before yeah, the that's end of the fine. show. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Great. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. 
Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. 
That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Mason, before we do, everything is always happening every Mm -hmm. moment of every day. Yes. Is it true by the glint in your eye that you do in fact have one bit of news? I do have one bit of news. (laughs) And just a little peek behind the curtain, folks. Yeah. Uh, We recorded the start of this episode and the end of this episode yep. several days ago. That's right. And now we're back to uh, uh, talk about the movie Everything Everywhere all at once. But mm-hmm. isn't that appropriate? Yeah, it's it really is. It's all about fragmented whatevers. <laughs> but in the meantime, yeah. so also just at some point in the last, <laughs> at some point several days ago, you proposed, maybe it'll be coming up later in the episode, okay. you proposed uh, a, a system yep. whereby if I fail <laughs> to provide one bit of news, perhaps a number of times yeah. in a row, and you get another veto. Yes, you're, yes, you're yes, allowed yes. to veto a riff. Like and I was, I was vehemently against it because I didn't have one bit of news, but I reconsidered it. Okay. I, I think if I, I here's how it'll have to work. If I fail to provide five bits of one bit of news in a row or in total, I think in total. Okay. Because in a row it'd yeah. be like that's what's <laughs> that's that? That's not going to happen. No, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but but then you can get one more veto because mm. I think it's fun to see how much fun you enjoy killing on this podcast, Jack. <laughs> oh yeah, I love killing fun. Yeah, you love killing fun. Anyway, what's your one bit of news? Well, this is a one bit of news from comicbookmovie.com. Oh my god, this is uh, big news. The unbearable weight of massive talent star Nicolas Cage asked for help retrieving his stolen comic books. Oh, did he? Yeah. And what's going on with that? Well, I just noticed this. Um, because uh, some years ago I did an episode of Do Go On yes. where we talked about uh, it was a heist. Was that yeah, right? well, or among other things, we talked about we talked about detective comics and we talked about the the origin of Superman. But intertwined, I found a delightful article by someone whose name I cannot recall. Is it me? No, it wasn't you. You don't write articles. Oh, okay. What would be the odds that you wrote one article and then you forgot about it? <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Yeah, but it's sort of it was about the time that uh, Nicholas Cage's house was burgled yeah. and all the uh, – well, burgled. But all the, all the thieves took was some uh, some very, very valuable sort of vintage DC comics that he left in locked cases with the key right next to them. Yeah, right. So uh, – but he's in, – in a, in a promo uh, tweet, you can track this down on Twitter, he's provided a tip line number if you want to call up uh, <laughs> and if you have any information about these, these missing uh, – 
uh, comic books because they retrieved one of them, I yeah, think. Yeah, and didn't he sell it like immediately? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. But he- I don't think he got back Detective Comics 27, which is the first appearance of Batman. That, yeah. ne- that never returned. Why didn't they call it Batman number one or Batman's here? He's going to be big, actually. Oh, yeah, nice. It's going to be we've a big... Got a, we've got an inkling. There's going to be a big movie. That's right. We think. Just yeah. one. <laughs> just one, yeah. Uh, uh, he said, I just want to get my comic books back, describing them as treasures that are in the $10 million range. He, okay. added, he added that the money generated from selling them could be donated to charity, and the video has a tip line number. We've tried it and it doesn't work, according <laughs> to this uh, this article. But this might uh, prompt someone to come forward with any information they have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm, They're I'm, long gone. When did, when did that happen? That happened. Like late that 90s? when he was in the running to be Superman. That's so why, that's like why he had 96, so, 97. Yeah, that's why he had yeah. all the comic books because he was doing research. Uh, and also they were, they were a thing to buy. And, his, no, and he was, They're gone. You reckon? Yes. I mean, they're, they're not. Do you, do you mean gone in the sense that some collector has them or yeah, some... some collectors or they've just been shuffled around so much yeah or maybe somebody yeah. panicked and just tossed them in a river or maybe something they like did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like i don't know i reckon that's probably like eight to twelve people removed and what would the what would anybody get out of that by coming forward and being like yeah i did that yeah yeah you know right. what i mean or somebody and even if you'd said i oh, i know this person took them it was Spe- 20 the, plus speaking years of a ago. guy who did that. Yeah. Have I ever told have I ever told you my my do you, do you know that I'm a Jason Todd truther? Are you aware of that that concept? As in that what does that mean so exactly? So you know so okay so <laughs> so in the 80s DC I'll give you a very short version but yeah. you would know this in the 80s DC decided to increase engagement uh from their 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 readership what they would do is they would let their readers decide whether or not Jason Todd the second Robin would live or die. Yeah. And in order to determine that, they set up two one nine hundred numbers, and you could call one if you wanted him to live, and you could call one if you wanted him to die. And at the once the time was up, it was like by by some tiny margin, it was like sixty or seventy votes. It was Jason Todd is going to die. Yeah. And then years later, representatives of DC in interviews were like, um, "Yeah, we we heard there was a guy, and he programmed his computer to." Um, just constantly call the Jason Todd should die number. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, every 90 seconds for eight hours or something, which is hundreds of votes, yeah. which would have tipped the scales over. Yes. And, that, like, over the years they were like, oh, we heard he was a lawyer. Oh, we heard he used a Mac. Oh. Uh, we heard he lived in California. Like, oh. it's all this sort of stuff. And it's like, I don't think that guy existed. <laughs> That's what, number one, here's, yeah. here, here's, my, here's my two. Where's the, where does the story come from? Well, it came from Danny O'Neill, who was the Batman group editor at the time. But how would he know that a guy's doesn't? Doing that? We don't know. He just yeah. heard the thing, okay, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But here's and here's the thing. I think I think two things. I think one, that guy didn't exist, and I think two, they were going to kill Jason Todd no matter what. Yeah, right. Firstly, yeah. because imagine if I think that's yeah. True, like yeah. imagine if they'd done this thing and the 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 votes had said Jason Todd lives. Yeah. People would go, oh, so a, so a character in a genre where ev- <laughs> where everybody lives all the time is going to live. That's what not a revelation. Yeah. That's not interesting. And also, if you were that guy, yeah. if you were so invested in this character that you wanted to kill him, mm. by now you'd be like, that was me. I did that. I did that, yeah. right? Because you're not going to jail for that, No, that's you? true. <laughs> and, like, at this point, Jason Todd has both died and come back and yeah. he's now kind of a character that is on... You'd be like, well, I... He's yeah, he's in, he's in animation and he's in video games and lunchboxes and action figures maybe and all get, this sort of maybe stuff. Maybe they cut you a check, they wouldn't. But maybe they, they wouldn't, they would 100% check. not cut you a check. But I think, at, like, maybe then you wouldn't because there was a backlash to the backlash. People were like, how dare you kill this character? Yeah, we actually yeah, yeah. liked him. And I think maybe then you wouldn't have. But I reckon enough times passed, you'd be like, yeah, that was me, actually. Unless he's dead. 
He might be dead. I, say, I also hey, considered that. But if, it, <laughs> but if it did happen, it would have been a dude. Yes, 100%. Yes. <laughs> Does anybody know out there? I would love to know. Oh, wow. Like, have you got a hot of, tip line? If, yeah, it's the, whatever the Nick Cage one is, the same one. <laughs> Just call it up and be like, I don't have any information about the comics, but I reckon this guy didn't really exist. Weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. If you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But surely he would have told somebody. Well, he could have died. I know. If he's a guy, which yes. he is. <laughs> If but exists. if it was a woman, lived forever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, evolved into a higher being of energy. Maybe it's somebody who just went, I, I did my work and now I step back from oh, yeah, the public right. spotlight. Wow. Yeah, how many votes was it? It wasn't that many, was it? Was it was like, like in the tens of thousands, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, the, the, the difference was like 60 or 70 votes. It was some very small amount, which is why it's – because, because if, if – that takes the heat off DC because then mm. they could just be like, well, you know, a, a guy did it. Yeah. There's some guy did it and, yeah. and it's not our fault. Also, I don't believe that would have, it would have been skewed so far to him living mm-hmm. that then somebody would have to ring thousands of times to skew it the other way. Right. I, don't, I think it would have been, if it was official and legit, more even mm. and close or Jason Todd is killed like, Overwhelmingly, yeah, right. I yeah. don't think it would be mm. the other because you'd be more inclined to call. Way. I think if you did want him dead, yeah, I guess. Exactly. I don't know. Anyway, I want to see DC's phone records. Is what I'm saying. Give us your phone. Give us your phone Give records, DC. <laughs> Give us every one of your phones. You know those old. Put them num- in the bag. You know those. <laughs> you know all those 1980s phones that you just stuck in a in a like a like a milk bunch of milk crates and you put them in the back of the yeah. DC offices. Give them to me. I'm gonna examine them. Would, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna dust them for prints. I would love if you stormed into the DC office in a balaclava, yeah. took everybody's phones, and then that <laughs> became an urban legend. <laughs> sure. <laughs> this guy stormed in. <laughs> Demanding all our landlines. Mm. I don't know what he needed them for. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Mason, mm-hmm. everything, everywhere, all at once. My goodness. Uh, a movie that is opening in select cinemas around the globe. Mm. I had to go to a special fancy man cinema. I went to the same fancy man cinema. That's my regular cinema it because is. That's I true. am a fancy You're a man. Fancy man. I and mean, it's close. Yes. Mm. Clay used to work there, so I've spent a lot of time there as mm. a youth. You know what I mean? Uh, we've done don't some... go out with me. Claire. Nobody got out with a Claire. Yeah, to get me a popcorn for free. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Coke, no ice. I don't want to water down. I, I want old Coke, no ice. <laughs> get big large, large popcorn. Nice. Fresh. Make it fresh. <laughs> um, yeah, so this has a budget of $25 million, uh, mm. which, they, which, which goes a long way. Yeah. A... I was also going to say, uh, yeah. apparently... It is expand like the release is expanding. I think yes. I saw a tweet a couple of days ago that was like in the US it's going to two thousand more theaters yeah. and what have you. Financially, I'm not sure how well it's doing. Well, I think at it's the doing moment, okay. it's only got thirteen point eight million worldwide. But okay. I think that will change. I think it'll do super well in streaming as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so what do you think the story was? Oh, okay. um, also, I didn't know really anything about this going yeah, in, yeah. and I purposely didn't watch anything because yeah. people were like, "This is amazing, blow your mind. You'll kill yourself. Mm-hmm. You'll kill yourself. You'll like it so yeah. much." And so I think everybody who doesn't know should experience it like that. You should see it. Yes. And you should stop the review if you want yeah, to. Yeah, I think yeah. there are the, just just the idea, like us discussing the basic premise yeah. will be spoilery in some way. I think if you and like... We'll keep that very vague also. Yeah, I think <laughs> if you like superhero stuff... Yep. Uh, and you and you don't take it all that seriously... Yeah. Uh, I think you'll enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. Because it it starts as like... A low key like family drama, and it is still that. For and a it, lot of it. it is that. Yeah, and you know they run a laundromat, mm-hmm. 
and, you know, it's, it's tax time and everyone knows how difficult that is. Oh, my God. But then there are a series of other things that happen yeah. throughout the film. So the delightful Michelle Yeoh plays yes. Evelyn, who, who, as you mentioned... If she... you didn't know what it was, though, yeah. you'd be like, is this like just some indie... <laughs> drama. Yeah, is it, is it the farewell with like yeah. Aquafina or whatever? Exactly. Who that... was supposed to be in this at one yeah, point? Right. Actually, yeah, right. So, so uh, she plays Evelyn. She runs a laundromat with her husband, and then above the laundromat, they live uh, with their daughter. Sorry, my my brother's bloody messaging. Oh, which one? Which one do you think? The one? Actually, I don't know. It's Easter. Yeah. The one I don't like. My brother said you got to set the second controller as guest. You dumbass. Oh, so the one I, it is the one yes. I don't like. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm trying to – never mind. It's a whole thing. Don't worry <laughs> about it. I'm, yeah. The one I do like wouldn't know any of that no, stuff. No, he absolutely doesn't. Which is why that. I like him so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so uh, they live they live upstairs of this 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 busy laundromat. Uh, let me think. Okay, so number one. Yep. Her estranged elderly father is coming to visit from China and he's probably going to judge her, her, her lifestyle and her success. I and thought he was dead. Not in the movie. I'm like, is this a dead oh, man? The, the Weekend of Bernie style. The actor. Yeah. Who's in, what's his name? He's in Big Trouble Little Chinatown. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's been in like 600 movies. He has been in 600 I was movies. was reading a bunch of stuff beforehand. James Hong. There we go. I should have remembered that because he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's coming to town. He's going he's gonna to be judging, you know, how successful he, she is and et cetera. And she shouldn't, what, she's made the wrong choices and et cetera. Yes, she's going to yes, judge yes. Uh, the, the daughter's relationship with, with another woman. They're being audited by the IRS. There's a big part. She's she's arranged a big Chinese New Year party. Uh, who, who's going to arrive? It's big. It's very complicated. Her relationship with her husband and her daughter very strained. It seems. Yes. Uh, what James? What else could go wrong? Uh, well, uh, there's a multiverse and it's unraveling. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. There it is. To what extent? Well, just everything, all of it, all yeah. at once. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, what What I found uh, interesting about this was, but first of all, a couple of things. Um, we're not going to do full spoilers, when we'll, but we will do full we'll spoilers. We'll try not to, yes. Yeah. But if you want to skip to full spoilers, there are time codes. Sure. Are. So why would you? But if I like got this script, uh-huh. I don't know whether you could fully comprehend what they were – the Daniels who directed this movie, and uh-huh. they did um, Swiss Army Man, oh, which yeah. I still haven't seen, which I'm 100% going to watch this week, I hope. I don't know if you I hope. could like, yeah, you know, who knows. I don't know whether I could like comprehend it necessarily. Do you right, know what I mean? yeah. Because like, there's so much – about this and multiple things happening at mm. once. And visually it's very – like there's a lot of things which I feel like you couldn't explain in a yeah, script. Yeah, right, uh-huh. And then you'd have to have those ideas in your head and then also be able to then imp- execute them. It would – I think it yeah. feels to me like – we've talked about this before, but like, you know, in an era of like if you were an actor and you went onto a set and it was just all green screen, you'd be like, is this movie going to be any good? Yeah. Like I feel it, it sort of could be the same. Like at the script level you'd be like – this could be amazing or it could be a total mess. Yeah. Well, know? Michelle Yeoh, who is the star of this or one of the stars, so like I've seen a few interviews where she talks, a lot of interviews, where she oh threw down a bit of a rabbit hole. We're talking about this and how like the script, she was just like blown away from, uh-huh. by it. And it was also a matter of like, can these, are these guys serious about this? This mm-hmm. is a real thing. But she's like, it's, it's really a display of all of my abilities. Well, exactly. Because so, it spans yeah. genres. You get yeah. Everything. All sorts of stuff. And and it's also interesting in that she is, you know, a, a Chinese actress of a certain age. Yes. The idea of just making her the star of yeah. this when you could have gotten a, a, one of Nicholas the Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Well, that's the thing also because initially they were going to make this, the lead Jackie Chan. Her role was for Jackie Chan. Yeah, right. And he's great. And mm. he would have pulled off 
I think all of this, mm. but I think there's something about her yeah. and the fact that she's turning 60. And this is another thing I saw in, in an interview where it's about an, an older or an aging Asian lady and an immigrant who somebody you just might pass mm. in the street, yeah. you know, any day of the week. But they've got this whole amazing backstory, like coming to, like, for example, in this movie, to America with dreams and hopes and looking to to achieve the American dream and how did that go? Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And you don't see characters really like that. In a movie like this, you might see it in like an indie yeah. kind of but situation. But 99% of this kind of movie, it would be a Chris Evans type probably. Yeah. Who, and he's, he's in his 30s, but he just can't get it together. I mean, he's very handsome and he lives in a million-dollar loft. Yeah. And he drives a big American muscle car or whatever, but he can't get it together. And a lot of the times, like, if somebody turns up and tells you the most special person in the world, uh-huh. like you're James McAvoy in the movie Wanted, mm. or do you know what I mean, or something sure. like, like that, you mm. know, and the fact that you're it's... You're Johnny Push. You're Johnny Push. Push. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I thought, yeah, that's one of the strengths of this, like, huge part of that movie, among mm. many other things. And the, the, the way that they executed this, again, it's like, it's so specific and direct and there's mm. so many moments that flash by for like a split second like you might get like images of like the one character mm-hmm. you might get 50 images and in every image they're dressed <laughs> differently with different makeup yep. different mm-hmm. location whatever and just the effort that that goes in like a lot of people have con- like con- compared this to the matrix but i think mm. there's like there's a bunch of monty python in this and like terry gilliam and douglas adams yeah i was going to say there's Hitchhiker's so Guide much the Galaxy, like yeah. of that in this as well yeah there there's know? a there is a sort of a mechanism that doesn't really make any sense also if if you if you're absolutely hung up on whether a movie's sort of incredible uh, sci-fi mechanic works I don't know if this is going to work. No, for you. I don't know uh, if it does or doesn't. I, I think I'd have, now that I know what it is, I think I'd have to go back and watch it again. But I didn't have enough yeah. time. But uh, yeah, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the characters spend a lot of time on a ship, yeah. which I think is called the Heart of Gold, and it runs on an infinite improbability drive. Yeah, so and that's sort of the the least likely thing to happen will happen. Like that will occur. Is that something right? like yeah, that? Something yes. like that. And it's like yeah, there's an element of that. Yeah. to this, there was a there was like a moment, a fleeting moment in this movie where it was really kicking off. Where, I'm, where I thought to myself, I'm like, is my brain too old for this? Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's a lot going on here uh-huh. and I'm pretty sure I'm keeping up, but but am I? Mm. But also at the same time, I think this movie does a really good job of ramping up like the world building and yeah. how things work. So by the time you are like well into it, mm-hmm. you get it. Yeah, you, know you get it. I mean? exactly, if you're paying yeah. attention, yeah. you get it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But there was a moment where I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm old, but no, it, it, no, I, I did. That was a very fleeting moment. I, I also want to talk about Kehu Kwan, who people might know. Well, he's the he's the doting husband yes. in this uh, movie, but he is also most probably most famously to us. He's yeah. short round, he's short round, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. So he's now fifty, mm-hmm. and he hasn't acted really. He's done, I think he's done a couple of TV things. Yeah, more he did recently. some sitcom stuff. Yeah, uh, and. I don't know. He probably did the Big Bang Theory as himself. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But he he hasn't really acted since the 90s. And one of the reasons why he quit was because he – I was, again, reading about his backstory – was that there wasn't really any opportunities for him as an Asian actor. Like, he's in Encino Man. I don't know if you remember that. He's just like a background yeah, like, right, right. student. He's, he's in The Goonies as he's well? In the, yeah, he's the main character in The Goonies. But he went to Hong Kong uh, and various other places 
and worked as a flight choreographer and assist, an assistant director for like 20 years. Yeah, so that's yeah. why we haven't seen him. Yeah, right. So, he's, so he wasn't really getting roles that he liked, so he just quit. But then he saw Crazy Rich Asians and uh-huh. he was like, oh, shit, like I would have loved to have been a part of that. Mm-hmm. And also uh, and also like there was a lot – and Michelle Yeoh's in that as well. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what she was talking about, there was a lot of pressure on that movie because if it didn't do well, you can see the studio reaction would have been like – well, this doesn't work, an all-Asian cast, so let's not do let's anything do like again, this yeah. ever again. But it made $800 million or whatever it mm. was. So, yeah, that's – so then he, you know, in deciding to come back, he, you know, he got this script and then he went through, like, acting coaches and dialect coaches and because he plays multiple people mm. and it's like even his posture changes and, and multiple people play multiple people in this. Yeah. And he was fucking awesome. Well, yeah. and, and there's a little – you see, like – Little bits of short round in him as well. Sure, like yeah. some of his characters are like, mm-hmm. that's very short round. Oh, because also he is short round. So that's, that's true, yes. But he was amazing. Yeah. Like, he was uh, really, really impressive. Now, James, do you think this will somehow add fuel to the fire of bring back short round in oh, an Indiana look, Jones movie? I was, I've been on the bring back short round like train for ages, mm. but I was always like. You've been whipping? Yeah, exactly. You've been ducking? You've been ducking under tunnels? <laughs> so it's my brother again. Oh my but God. I, <laughs> he sent me a, a tutorial. Okay, on that's good. Thing. All right, great. But, but, and I was, I was. Finally. Yeah, I know, right? Finally, this guy pulls his weights. <laughs> but because he said, yeah, anyway, I just said, how? He's like, and he sent me a thing. Anyway, okay, right. He, but so I was like, you got to recast it. You mm. know what I mean? Get someone cooler. Like get Glenn from The Walking Dead or whatever. Mm. But he could get totally... Glenn from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Exactly. Get one of the Glens. <laughs> yeah. But uh, get Glenn close. But mm. he would. He could totally do it now. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Seeing this, absolutely. Yeah. And it was just interesting, like seeing interviews about him talking about Indiana Jones mm-hmm. and the way that he was treated. And he said, like, it was a great experience. Like he was it. Like he had yeah. experience because he's got it. He's he's, an, he's from. Um, I can't remember where he's from. But he's. James, I'll tell you exactly where he's from. I want to say. Uh, he is born in Vietnam, yeah. Yeah. So, like, he came over in, like, the late 70s, and then he was. He didn't see his family for, like, a year because it was, like, you know, it's a whole process of getting everybody over. You can, oh, yeah, you right, can right. do it all at once. And so he's got this amazing life, but he, you know, he had a good experience on those films and with Spielberg because Spielberg mm. um, produced The Goonies. But then it just stopped. Yeah, yeah. Kind of happening. And what is interesting about, and, and like you said, like, it's in, in without giving away too much. He does play different versions of Waymond, who is the, the <laughs> character's name. Yeah. I was like, is he saying? <laughs> yeah, but it's Waymond. His name is Waymond. Yeah. Um, uh, and and he can play kind of this kind of uh, this doting kind of like wallflower husband. Yeah, but he can also be sort of a very kind of uh, suave, yeah, kind of charismatic. He's, version of that. He's almost as good as Jackie Chan in the movie The Tuxedo where he has a tuxedo that makes him fight. And there's a bit of that in this, I guess. Yeah, right. Sort of. Mm. I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> but he gets one particular action sequence with a fanny pack or a bum bag. That's where we call it, yes. From, which is really great as well. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is really good in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie Hsu, who plays uh, their daughter, mm-hmm. is really terrific in this. Yeah, it, this it's, it's, very, it's very well cast all around and there's some obviously great stunt people in it. So the fights in this, apparently it was choreographed by, there's a YouTube channel called The Marshall Club, which okay. I'd never heard of, um, and, and they're pretty well known, but, you know, there's a billion YouTube channels. And so. they produce, and they they choreographed these fights? Yeah, or a bunch of them. Um, oh. So they're like, they do Hong Kong-inspired work on YouTube. Oh, and right. So there's been a bit of that where people start on YouTube and then they... Have Corridor of, Crew gone to... I, th- I don't think Hollywood? they... I think they have, but I don't Probably think... Probably too much money. I don't then. think they need to now because... 
they, you know, they it's their own business. Well, that's true. And they run like they do D and D campaigns. That's why we don't make movies. That's true. Because we've got this little business. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Also, this movie was produced by the Russo brothers. Yes, I didn't know that. That was another thing. So yeah. they met up with the Russo brothers and they were like, well, they're, they're two people directing a movie together and we're two people Oh, I see. Right, and, right. And, and so they, I guess they connected on that level and they helped them with the script. They rented two tandem bikes, <laughs> cycled through a park with them and did a big important meeting on them. Absolutely. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that was – yeah, that's cool, right? Yeah. yeah. And the, the Russos, oh, they don't have a Netflix deal or do they? They have an Apple deal. What did Cherry go to? I didn't watch that. That went to Apple. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe it was a once-off. Anyway, this movie is yeah. completely absurd and you sort of have to <laughs> – you're right. It, 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 builds, uh, it builds in a way you, I don't think you, it, it would confuse you. Yeah. But I think you – I, mean, I, it, I enjoyed it, it a lot. It definitely could confuse yeah, you. Yeah, it definitely say. could confuse you. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot and I wonder if in a different state of mind I'd be like, this is too silly. Yeah. But I, I thought it was very – Oh, yeah, there's a bit of like – if you like Kung Fu Hustle or Shaolin Soccer, See, exactly, which I yeah. haven't seen, that's mm. in that one, but there's a lot of that in yeah, it. Yeah, I never liked Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah, so. I wasn't a big fan either, but I feel like I should watch that because I think I watched it when I was like 20 and I'm like, this is mm. silly, but it's probably pretty not. good. I mean, it is silly, but it's yeah, probably yeah, yeah. amazing. So, but I think another strength of this movie is that it always comes back to like the core family and the relationships. Yes, yes. And you don't, because, and you don't even get the relationships of like the people within the family and the regular dimension. Every other dimension is just important, just as important. And then the d- dynamics in relationships, someone who's your enemy in one dimension might be the person you're married to in another dimension. Right. You know I mean? yeah, so yeah. I think they handle, they walk yeah. that line really, really well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we do spoilings? Let's do spoilings. I think yeah. I'm, I'm going to say best movie ever. You I should think. say this. Very, very, good, can, very good time. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's it's pretty long, but it's quick. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's like 2020, but yeah. I, I don't think you'd. You don't, you don't feel it. And there's no post-credits, so you can leave That's immediately. True. You cannot read any of those names. You can just... Just get out of there. Just, bang, we've we've already out. told you the Russo brothers produced it. What more do you need? <laughs> That's the only person, Peoples, uh, that Who you did all the of. different covers of uh, Absolutely Story of a Girl? So when they... We're in spoilers now. You're in spoilers. Best movie ever. So there's a moment where they mention... Waymond. Waymond says, like... I know you, you don't. You feel like something's wrong. Your clothes never like feel right. Wear as well the Wear next as, day, and, and your hair never falls, falls in quite the same way. And I'm yeah. like, is that a fuck? Did you just? Reference? Yeah, it's absolutely. And then you hear the song later. Keeps I'm like, coming back. That wasn't a mistake. They yeah. did that on purpose. There's like weird. <laughs> so okay, so I put, thought I misheard. I'm like, no, they did not just do like a story of it a girl. Keeps coming like it, I'm sure I missed a few as well, but I think so. Okay, so so to explain this, what happens is. The uh, the driving narrative of this movie is yes. there is one central dimension called the yeah. Alpha Universe, Alpha we, and um, the Alphaverse, but, and that's central because it, in they that invented... universe, Evelyn invented, Evelyn found a way, Evelyn discovered alternate universes, yeah. and they and produced a a device or a technology that enables you to mind jump, mind jump into other universes, but her experiments on her daughter in that universe turned her into a dimension hopping nightmare monster. nightmare monster creature called Jobu Tupaki. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Evelyn was killed in that universe, yep. but Jobu keeps going from dimension to dimension, killing people and trying to track down all the versions of yeah. Evelyn. I think seemingly to kill every one of them, mm. but it, we find out later that she was just looking for somebody to yes. be like. Can you see what I see? And yeah, uh, and everything is ludicrous. So, what can happen in the 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 alpha verse? People can 
transfer their consciousness into versions of themselves from other dimensions and operate in those dimensions. But also (laughs) they can – and once they're in those dimensions, they can build a little device, it seems, and put it in like mostly made out of like Bluetooth headsets, stuff like that. And you can – if you can figure out the probability – if you can – you need to do a ridiculous <laughs> thing to then slingshot into a dimension to get a skill which might be useful yes. in the situation that you've. That the, you're in. the devices enable you to access the skills and memories and and experiences yeah. of versions of you from other dimensions. But to get to somewhere specific, yep. you need to do a specific silly thing to get there. Yeah. So it might be eating a chapstick. It might be putting something in your bum. It might. Sure. Yeah. It, it might, might be. It might be. But, but it is. also, but also, it turns, Evelyn discovers because she is uh, the least successful and happy version of her. Yeah, but she she also discovers that you can just do random stuff. Yeah. And you and and activate this device and you will end up with random yeah. uh feet you you'll end up with random skills from a random dimension. So for example, you might uh have increased lung capacity yep. or you might have um increased dexterity with your feet because you've gone to a dimension where humans evolved to have hot dog fingers. Yeah. And not like hot dog like fingers, but real hot dog yeah, fingers yeah, that have right. mustard and ketchup in them. Yes. What Do they point? have mustard and ketchup yes. in them? Or was that I know there was that in the movie that they were watching in the hot dog dimension, but we never see that in the real No, I think dimension. we do. I think there's a scene where Jamie Lee Curtis bites her fingers off. Oh, hot. okay, yeah. right. Okay, cool. Well, a lot of things happen in this movie. <laughs> Boy, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's so there's that. So I think that's the kind of narrative that's the kind of device you have to kind of get past. Mm. Like do a silly thing to get to a dimension to get powers. But also when you come back to a dimension, depending on who you are, you can physically take something with you. Right. So if you're powerful enough, like Joe Butabaki, mm-hmm. you can actually transfer physical like you can make someone's head explode and turn into a confetti because they're from a confetti person universe. Yeah, right. And then you but you can physically bring that over. Uh-huh. Whereas not everybody can Mm. Do that, but yeah. it, but the problem is with the villain is when you can see everything everywhere all at once. Oh, that's nothing, the title of the movie. You, nothing means anything, right? Because and you're never really anywhere because you're experiencing fractions of reality. Yeah, right. But you're only can only really be present in maybe a couple at a time. Right. So and everything else is just a blank. You can put your, you can put a person on auto- autopilot. Mm. You know what I mean, and just kind of have them just wander around yeah. and just be boring and plain. So, but you, and you can never die because you're, if something happens to you, there's an infinite number of you. And every time a decision is made, a, anything, uh-huh. a branch in universe happens. So you can't not exist. Yeah, right. So it's this never ending nightmare where you can't die and nothing means anything because there's an infinite amount of you. Yeah. Which means that no, <laughs> nobody else means anything because there's an infinite amount of them. Mm. And what, and, and you don't, you know, there's no small moments or anything. It's quite existential when it you is think a about bit, it, yeah. isn't it? But luckily there's time for some kung fu as well. And that's true. And they go to a, like the dimension where they're just rocks. It's also very funny. Yeah. And, uh, there's a moment where the rock turns around and it's got googly eyes. That's not going to make sense if you haven't seen mm-hmm. it. But that, like, there's so many little moments that are just really very funny mm. about. Uh, one of my favorite dimensions was the raccoon Tui. So oh, yes, right. there's a moment where Evelyn mentions, "Oh, you get you to her husband. You were being controlled from a version of you from another dimension, kind of like that movie Raccoon Tui." And it turns out there's a dimension where she is a chef in a teppanyaki restaurant mm-hmm. where there's another really they good... They do, like, skill. They yeah, skill. And where there's another chef who's really good who is doing Raccoon Tui. He has a raccoon... Under his under big his chef's hat. hat, yes. Who's pulling his hair and 
making this show. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually she learns a valuable <laughs> lesson because she is stubborn and she's always about fighting. Mm. What she learns is that the what she ne- what she learned from her husband, yep. uh, who she she uh, she learns to appreciate more is is you yeah. maybe uh, maybe maybe bend a little and yeah. and instead of just beating everybody up, maybe uh, you know do nice things. Do nice things. You can do nice things across the various multiverses. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, it's kind of implied that she's living this simple life. But it's also, she's not. She's Was also, it all a dream? I don't think it's that. No, yeah. But she's also, maybe, actually. Maybe. But maybe she died at the start, James, and all the rest of it was just maybe her dying was. moments, you know? Fine. You know what? I'd give it this. If it was that, <laughs> I'd be like, all right. But I don't know. It's, I, for me, the ending, I think, is bittersweet because they decide that, like, we're just going to, you know, I can, I just, you know, I know everything is happening all at once all the Very time. Just- but I can just have these little moments where I'm filing my taxes and I'm with my family and that's good. Mm-hmm. But you see... There's kind of this blank look in her face because maybe she's living all those other multiple lives at the same time. Yeah. And is that good or not good? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Anyway, it was good. I really liked it. It's good, right? Yeah. It's good fun. Sequel, Mason? Probably not. Post credits? Mm. No, there's not a post credits and they shouldn't be a sequel. Uh, here's here's a I bit feel. of fun for you. Okay. Randy Newman, uncredited as Chad's raccoon. <laughs> Like the voice? The official soundtrack credits Newman as a featured artist on the track Now We're Cooking. <laughs> so what Wikipedia well, said in a wooden line. You know, he's, yeah. a, he's a Pixar guy, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely it is. God, they really made this budget go a long way. Yeah, Jenny Slate is the the, yeah, yeah, Jenny the laundry mat with, with the dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. That's, that's, oh, that's it. That's I don't know. Yeah, people should check that's, it out. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, it's interesting as well. Like, I also imagine there'll be some people who were like, I'm – Vague multiverse, I'm not on board. But oh, if we... you could hate this. I could see going in and being like, I fucking hated that. Yeah, right. I can think of like ten people off the top of my head who would hate this. Are they all in your group chat? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but they love the movie Goodfellas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's a good movie. In a way, we're all the Goodfellas, you know, all of us <laughs> right. in, the, in the group chat. Yeah. James, can you change the group chat title to a bunch of Goodfellas? I'm not, I'm not in charge of the group chat title, <laughs> wow. unfortunately. Wow. Uh, but... What was I going to say? Would, would I thought you, you were the alpha, but I guess you're more I'm of a not. sigma. I'm a sigma. That's all right. Uh, would you like recommend this to your parents, for example? No, yeah. I don't think so. Would you recommend it to my parents as a prank? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. I think even if you know this, all of this, and you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. you can still go into this and. Yeah, I think I just, need to see it again because yeah, there's so the, many. I, I think even yeah. if you have been a little bit spoiled, if you were like, I'm not going to watch this whole listen to the review. Yeah, uh, I think even us spoiling it a little bit, uh, it would be fine. I think I think there's enough in it, like character moments and funny stuff. Yeah, that I think it would be worth it. And just like that's a pretty good fight scene. Yeah. Also, there's not there's not that many fight scenes either. No, and also interest. What most of this movie is set in like two locations. Yes, it's set in the laundromat and the IRS office. Oh, and then other multiple dimensions. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And I, apparently that's a real, like, space mm. that they rented. Like, it's not a studio, oh, yeah. I think, for the most part. Mm. And just they and they filmed everything around what they could physically do in a space. Yeah. Like, you know that stairwell bit? Yes. Where uh, Jamie Lee Curtis jumps down the stairwell. That's, I was watching, a, you know, Notes on a Scene or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They just happened to find a stairwell where there was, like, a room to the side of it where you could set up cameras. Because in an actual stairwell, you couldn't fit a camera in that room. And they're like, oh, do we build a stairwell? And it's like, oh, no, we found the stairwell where you can oh, perfect. film this thing happening. Wow. Oh, yeah, to get back to my original point. Oh, sorry. Uh, I think there's multiple versions of Absolutely Story of a Girl. 
in this in this movie. Yeah, because I, there's some maybe in other languages. Yeah. And yeah. Mm. Yes. Who recorded those? Don't know. They're probably on the soundtrack though. Maybe so. they are. Yeah. I didn't stay for the credits. I I ran out of the theater, Mason, mm. to tell everybody. Yes. To see this movie. Wow! 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 Yeah. Anyways, and then the next segment, etc. We already the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Great. Cool. Oh. It feel, we, I keep tr- I keep going because I'm like, have we said enough? And I'm like, no, we did the rest of the podcast earlier. It's done so. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My goodness, do you hear that? No. Do you know, do you know what it's not for? Do you hear that when I said that? I heard, but what was the thing? You, like I, I did hear what you said then, Yeah. but I am a little bit concerned about the thing. There wasn't before. anything prior to that. I was trying to riff and then you'd riff and then huh. we'd go into the thing, but you just shot me down. So <laughs> your riff prompt was <laughs> did you name anything. <laughs> <laughs> Name yeah, any noise. That's what they do with like, you know, the, the, the improv group might be like, give me a word, give me a name, James, give me you know, a place. James, you know how my, that's not how my brain works. My brain doesn't work at all. But like, you know when somebody goes, name a song, any song, and you're like, oh, no, I can't, I don't. My brain always goes, blur song too, because it's got song in the Oh, that's good. Yeah, title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Anyway, did you hear that? Yes, it was the sound of the upcoming segment because it approaches on a big train. Sure. We're in a tunnel and yeah, it approaches it's, on it's, it's, it's on it's on like an old timey like steam train and it's on a like a like a like a like a little carriage, like an yeah. open air carriage, it's in a box. Yeah, okay. We great. open it up. And and, and here it is. And what yeah, is it? Wow, it's the It's the theme to what we read and what we're gonna read. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I mean it's on mute, but now it won't be. <laughs> I had plenty of time to unmute that. I gotta get a Wario for this podcast. <laughs> Westworld. Whoa. Well, it's, uh, t- this is the segment of the show where we talk about things that we watched or read or listened to. Don't we, Mason? We sure do. Have you got anything that you've been... Uh, isn't there a comedy show that you want to spruik? Well, I was going to say, uh, recently we mentioned uh, Cam and Alexi on Total Reboot. We're on that show. Or oh, did we? Uh, Cam is in Melbourne currently and he's doing a show called Electric Dreams. Wow. Which is a, uh, it's a show all about the time he wanted to be a serious musician as a young man. And he's just... Um, I haven't seen it yet, but it's yeah. coming. It's, it's 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 this. If you read, if you're listening to this right now, it's uh, coming out this week. It's him going on stage with his actual songbook that he, all the songs he wrote. Oh wow! Like when yeah. he was a teenager, attempting to be a serious musician and just and just belting them out on stage. That so, sounds incredible. So it should be really good. Yeah, excellent. How did your do go on episode go, Mason? Very well. One? Thank you I for saw, asking. Saw you met some people who were. I did. To yes. Yeah. Yes. We had a grand old time. Excellent. Uh, got some. Got some photos with some listeners of the podcast. Some afterwards. We were like, let's have some brewskis, everyone. Yeah, I did, and everybody left. So I just, <laughs> I was like, I've got ten brewskis, folks. You're gonna stick. Oh, you've all left. Yes, I'm fun. just going to drink all these brewskis by myself in a pub that's closed. <laughs> that's what I did. But, yeah, no, that was great. Uh, we, uh, uh, we'll be out this week or next week. Uh, and we talked about uh, – Jess did a lovely report on the the uh, behind the scenes of the movie The Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, my God, a nightmare, right? Right, yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. I'm looking forward to that. Good, good times. Well, mate. Thanks for having me do go on podcast. You're welcome. Um, so Sonic – I watched Sonic the Hedgehog 2 with my son this uh-huh. week. Yes. Uh, you know, it was, it was all right. Was it better or worse than the last one? All the, the same. The same? Okay, uh, well, it was better in the sense that there was, there's more like Sonic stuff. Okay. It's more like focused on Sonic and him and Tails working together and Knuckles shows up and whatever. Okay. Where I think it is not as good is that it's most the, – all the Jim Carrey stuff is pretty much him – Clearly shouting at nothing. Okay, sure. Like he's supposed to be interacting with Sonic and he's in a big floating whatever. And he's like, no, I've got the power and I'm doing a dance. You know? Sure, yeah. <laughs> and he dab or floss? <laughs> yeah, all that kind of Terrific. stuff or whatever. Someone. And it's just like, yeah, like 
He's good on his own, uh-huh. but I think it would have been better if he had su- literally anybody to, to play off. Yeah, right, right. Because right. the stuff with him and James Marsden, and they bring back like the guy who makes his lattes. Like that's all fine, <laughs> but it's mostly him just being like, "No, I've got all the power in this room. Mm. I'm doing a dance now <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> I'm doing a dance about it." Nice. Yeah. Is there some other? So there's a lot of flossing and what have you. Is there? Yeah. Is there? Are there any other like dated pop cultural references? Yeah, probably. Okay, yeah. great. You know, but again, like. As a movie, yes, and it's the same with the first one, it is a kid's movie. Yes. And it is completely <laughs> tolerable as a kid's movie, and my son loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got robots, like giant robots and adventure and speed and fighting and fun and mm-hmm. danger and yeah, whatever, yeah. but it's all very safe. and Not you know, too much fighting. No, not too much fighting. Knuckles doesn't turn Sonic into a bloody pile. No. But, you with know, his the, famous signature echidna exactly. sandwiches. They make pretty much Knuckles. Um, He's got his echidna sandwiches. He d- thanks. Shut up. He gives hey, Sonic, shut up. He gives Sonic an echidna shut sandwich. Shut up. A vetoing echidna sandwich. <gasps> <laughs> that might be your last one, James. It is, yes. Oh, my Worth God. It. And it's only April. <laughs> Wow. Could I earn another one? Maybe. I don't know. We'd have to figure out a system, I guess. <laughs> so people don't know I've got two vetoes for the year to veto a riff. No, you had three. Oh, yeah, three. And I, what was, I can't, the first one I can't remember. Yeah, but yes, And now the third one is a kid to sandwich. Wow. <laughs> and I'm done. I'm shutting it down for the, that's me for the year. God, I'm going to regret that. You sure are. <laughs> 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 um, and they make Knuckles. He's Drax. He's like, I, I'm literal. I, I don't understand anything. Oh, I thought, I honestly thought you meant Drax from Moonraker. <laughs> yeah, you go Drax. You go Drax. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like, oh, but I don't understand metaphors, or like, oh, I have to shake a hand. How does that work? What, you know, sure, shit like yeah. that, whatever. But again, if you've got like young kids, take him. Although there was a really young kid who was there, who was like four, who was like had to go outside because he was upset at points. So maybe a bit older than that, I guess. You know your kids. Do yeah, whatever yeah. your kids like. Yeah. But you're gonna say it? No. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, when it's on streaming or something. Yeah, yeah. again, and it's totally fine. And there's mm-hmm. more video gamey kind of stuff, and there's like a maze you have to yeah. run through in the end, and it's very much like a like a Sonic kind of level with spikes mm. and pits and whatever. It's oh, fun, okay, very know? video gamey. Okay, it's fun. Look, I think if we were in kind of a dry spell in terms of movies that are coming out, yeah, and Sonic was the only thing out, we would probably cover it extensively in the podcast, like yeah. we did the last one. Yeah, but I mean, this is this is a also big we month. kind of thought that was going to be a disaster, or and it was and it was an interesting lead up and how they changed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where there's nothing as interesting about that's this true. Movie. Though yeah. it is doing well, like yeah, and again because it's it's fine. It's what it's supposed it's to exactly be. Exactly what it's supposed to they be. They didn't yeah. go, okay, well let's let's take Sonic and just make him a regular man who <laughs> operates in some sort of weird post apocalyptic parallel dimension, New York City or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like they the, went, he's a blue hedgehog, we'll yeah. just, let's make him a They didn't blue do hedgehog. the postman, but Sonic. That's true. Yeah, and that's a movie. Mm-hmm. What else have you been looking at? Mostly? I've been reading uh the most recent She Hulk series. Oh yeah, what's that one about? So it's uh it's That got the, pushed the next year, didn't it? I saw that this week. Oh, the TV series, oh, I yeah. I think it might have been. So it's, um, they're three issues in. It's uh, written by Rainbow Roll and uh, illustrated by Luca Maresca and okay. Rohe Antonio. And it's very much like it is the previous She-Hulk series was just called Hulk and it ended in, I think, 2018. And it was very much like here's what happens when there's vast psychological trauma and here's what Jennifer Walters has turned into and, you know, this is this is real, this is big, heavy stuff. And, and yeah, that's right. James is, <laughs> James is giving me a sh- James is undermining what I'm saying with a shocked face. No. But, uh, but that was big, heavy stuff. Yeah. And this one is like definitively kind of back to basics. Courtroom shenanigans. She-Hulk. Well, we actually haven't had that many courtroom shenanigans oh. yet. But um, it's very much, I think it is, I, I, if I had to guess, it's because it's going to, it, it's meant to, it's 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 supposed to be 
how the series is going to be. Like, okay, I, I think right. it's probably a, a a you know a signpost as how the the upcoming TV series is going to be. It's very much uh, she, you know Jennifer Walters uh, yeah, is a yeah. capable but kind of mousy lawyer, but she can also change at will into She Hulk, and she's you know powerful and fabulous and what have you, and she's dealing with various superhero uh, legal, you know, little legal situations, and there's the occasional supervillain dust-up kind of thing. Yeah. It, it's quite... Um, Could you do a big kick? You can do a big kick. Yeah, that's why I love it. It's also quite, like, it's quite, if, you, if you are looking for, a, like, a heavy action series, this is not it, at least so far. Okay. It's more like a rom-com kind Nothing of series. That. Like, yeah. she's the, uh, the, 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 big, the big mystery or the big sort of narrative of this is... Uh, uh, sort of a, a minor superhero character called Jack of Hearts, who we last saw off in deep space, exploding and being a zombie. I think has returned to Earth, and his powers aren't working. And he's like, "Oh, can I just? I'll just. Can I just? Can I just crash at your place, Jennifer Walters? Uh, I'm so handsome. I'm so handsome. I've got a heart over my eye. Isn't that? Isn't that something? Okay. So yeah. it's very much like kind of like fun and lighthearted and great art. Okay. Um, so I know you like. Don't expect big punch ups or whatever, but you like it. Yeah, I think it's good. Then that's it's great. It's and it's more a it's more just like a fun character based book as opposed to like. But I mean, again, we're only three issues in. Yeah, uh, she's. I think. I think in issue four, she's going to deal with uh, one of the things legal issues. So I think there might be a big dust up. You know, those two and a, some some villains will pop in and what yeah. have you. But uh, it's good fun. Also, interestingly, she doesn't. This version of She Hulk so far has not talked to the reader, so I don't think oh. she. I don't know if this version. Do you think that's they're getting people used to that for the? The show. Maybe. I wonder if that is like again. I, I wonder if it, this series is signposting the TV series, which would suggest that in the TV series she doesn't talk to the, yeah. the viewer. Because if you don't know She Hulk famously, some versions of her are aware that she's a comic book character. Yep. So I have to wonder which if, versions. Name them. John Byrne version. Yep. Uh, some other ones. Very good. Thank you. You called my bluff. I did. Beautifully, <laughs> I might add. It was a beautiful bluff call. It was. Anything yeah. else you're reading or are you happy to move no, on to the next segment of the show? What you, uh, nope, that's it. Have Great. you done any non-children's uh, movie viewing or reading? Yeah, no, I mean I'm watching. I've been working my way through some Star Wars video games, I'm trying to find something good for Attack of the Clones mm-hmm. for the video game. Oh, yes. Um, Caravan of Garbage is, people won't believe me, it's 100% <laughs> yeah. the Phantom Menace, the movie this week. Mm. Uh, the audio is all already at BigSoundMic.co. The video will also go up there. The edit, the video I gave to Ben, the audio was 36 minutes. Oh, yeah. And the Phantom, the Attack of the Clones video is going to be like 41, 42 minutes. Whoa. And we haven't recorded Revenge of the Sith yet. But, yeah, so Attack of the Clones games, there's not a game that's like a straight representation of the game. That's oh, not, is it? Okay. It's not Lego or like Game Boy Advance. Right, and there right, are right. things like in and around that movie. Yeah. But there's, unlike the other two prequels, there's not like a – this is the Attack of the Clones game. So most most of the Attack of the Clones stuff is either like like you said handheld or like or it's within a saga. Or, yeah, there's right, a clone. Right. There's a the Clone Wars game that came out at the same time, and I tried it, and it's like it's 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 not great or that interesting, and it's like bugged out and fucked. Yeah, like right. at the moment, like it's not interesting enough. So we'll dig something. I, we might I yeah. might do a combination of things. There's something really off the wall and bizarre I want to do, and maybe even just the new... <laughs> a little dance? Yeah, and maybe just a, that new Lego Star Wars one. Yeah, okay. I'm currently playing through that, actually, which mm-hmm. I might talk about more next week, and um, I'm not up to the bit with, like, the, the Attack of the Clones stuff, yeah. but I'll see if there's something there that maybe we can play together that we'll do, we'll do, we'll do okay. as well. Yeah. Well, this is good. All this patter is distracting from the fact that we're actually doing a big trick, a big <laughs> trick slash prank. That's right. No, we are. Look, alas, we are the boys who cried Batman Begins yep. for five weeks in a row. 
Uh, so nobody <laughs> believes us anymore. They think we're doing a big prank. But and this that's is legit. fine. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are right to think that. But again, that we will regain your trust. People like for that. a bit, and then we'll do another. Yeah, big people prank. like that Phantom Menace video game video, though. It's that's good. Except people who love Elon Musk inexplicably, and I'd rather. Let you know, let's get into it. Let's get into it. No, let's, let's, let's move it along, Mason. What's next? Uh, James, next is the letters segment. Oh, that's perfect. Where we read out letters. Yep. Both of us together. Together. Yep. In unison. Yep. Here's the theme for it. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. You know they're here right now. We're going to do letters. A lot of people have said, oh, also you should do Jedi power battles for um, the thing. For Sure. Uh-huh. We did it. We already did it. We like sure four, did, yeah. Three or four years ago. It's a pretty good video, I thought. And so, we've yeah. done Masters of Terrace Kasai probably. Have we? Yeah, we did it within a Darth Vader video. Yeah, yes. right, 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 right. A defeating Darth Vader video. Underneath. It's I, not that bad, mm. that game. I mean, it's bad, but it's yeah, like yeah. if you played anything from that era, mm. it's like 90% unplayable now. Yeah, very true. Anyway, go on. I was going to say, because uh, I, obvi- I I play the letters theme from YouTube mm-hmm. every week from my phone, and they give me suggested oh, videos underneath. What do you got there? And this one just says, Obi-Wan has PTSD, and it's that. a five-minute clip, yep. and it's got 12 million views. Yeah, I've seen that. What is it? It's basically... I don't o- want to click it because it's five minutes. Old Obi-Wan talking about like, oh, I knew your father. We were, we were mates or whatever. Uh-huh. And then it flashes back to like, all the things that he did oh, with yeah. sad music to it. Right. It's pretty well edited. Okay, that's yeah. great. Well, no wonder it has 12 million views. Yeah, 10 of those <laughs> 12 million views are mine. That's terrific. So, yeah, there you go. Now, check it out. Add it to your watch later. Do you have a watch later? Yes. Do you have a YouTube account? What's Probably. your YouTube account name? I don't know. Do you, are you logged in on the app is my question. Yeah, I think so. Tell me the name of your account. I won't. I shan't do I shan't <laughs> Are you be commenting doing... on things? Never. I never commented on anything. Liking things? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh-huh. algorithm is more kind of skewed towards the length of time where you spend watching something. Mm. So, yeah, just apparently. Who the fuck knows? Ask Mr. Beast. He knows what he's doing, I think. <laughs> anyway, Mason. Ask Obi-Wan PTSD guy. <laughs> he knows. Okay. Uh, so this is a segment where people can write in and say, hello, I've got a suggestion or a question or something going on in my life. A sequestion? That's right. They, they might, might uh, shoot a Gmail at weeklyplanetpod at a Gmail. A question? Yeah, such question. See, I can do this forever now because yes. you can't veto anything anymore. I think it's great. Why would I veto this? Yeah. This is your best joke ever, Mason. Thank you. Not a compliment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm taking it as a compliment. Uh, such questions. Weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Email in with your questions, <laughs> which is where you're asking a question, but actually you're just recommending something. And it's just, you know, those people, they're like, yeah. they're like, does anybody have any questions? Oh, this question's more of a comment. Yeah. I'm just going to stand here for two minutes and just say my piece, <laughs> and everybody's going to get bored and uncomfortable. Yeah. And then the person I'm talking to is just going to have to say, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That is great, actually. Thanks for your yeah. participation. So, mm. weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com if you do want to shoot the worst question. Or hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter. What do you got, Mason, this, this week? This is from Fallsy. Hello, Fallsy. They say, I dreamt that I was a concert performance of the various songs from your podcast, and when it came time for what we read and what we're going to read, James did not say Westworld and I was apoplectic. Stormed out of the venue in a fit of rage and then I woke up. You have broken me. Congrats. Mission accomplished. <laughs> we did. Yeah. We broke this dude's brain. <laughs> Pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I don't always read out dreams, but if they're very good, like yeah, that, yeah. that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I just, I just love the idea of we go, we all go to Hamer Hall. For, 
for like a Melbourne Symphony Orchestra yeah, renditions of our, of our various things. And then songs. it comes to that bit, I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Oh, you're, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't do right. that anymore. <laughs> they, the, the spotlight <laughs> swings over to just a, just a rickety wooden chair and you're not in it. <laughs> Or you are in it. What would you prefer? I'd rather be you're, in it. And you're just in like, it, like, no. 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 That's all people ever want from me. <laughs> no, I have you, other abilities, you no, know. You, but, no, you, <laughs> no, you want me to do it, I won't do it. No. <laughs> you know what? If we ever did it, if that scenario ever presented itself, sure. I wouldn't do it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But I think that's because you're chicken. Yeah, Never maybe. too many people watching. I got a tweet here from David Meyer, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. We should do more live shows, but they're really stressful, Mason. Yeah. Let's not do any, actually. The best part about doing the Do Go On live show is there were three other people there who were all professional comedians. You could just stop talking I for like stop talking. minutes at a time. I did. Yeah, there you go. I did it for 40 minutes. I stopped talking. <laughs> uh, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod from David who says, with Jurassic World Dominion coming out about humans and dinosaurs in the world together, what if they were building to Dino Riders movie? The cartoon from the eighties. I think they are building towards writing dinosaurs. Yeah, right. Yeah, one hundred percent. Is this gonna? This is. Is this for now the last one? Uh, yeah, I think it's capping off this trilogy. But I think there was a feature or whatever this week as well. Did you see? They're like, it's good to be back to Jurassic Park. Mm. Even though Sam Neill's like, why am I? Why would I go back to a dinosaur island? But now mm. they're in the world, so That's it right. makes sense that Sam Neill would mm. be involved with dinosaurs again. I really wish they'd gone with that. Human DNA dinosaur hybrid thing, and they're, time. they're running around carrying guns. But I don't know if they ever would, just because they're supposed to be majestic. They're supposed to be majestic, and I think I I kind of feel like the people who make the decisions about this franchise they feel like that is a bridge they can't cross because it is it turns it into like weird beat sci fi B movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if it's just like these dinosaurs are beautiful and majestic, like you said, mm. then it's then it's still classy cinema. Yeah, like the because they've had plenty of opportunities to genetically engineer a cool dinosaur. Yeah, it's always just like. I guess it's got it's a sharper big, claws and it's, it's taller. T-rex. It's a big T. It's a bigger T. Rex. It's a T. Rex, but it's got bigger arms. Yeah, you know. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Pretty good, right? Uh yeah. I'd see a Dino Runners movie though. Show that I didn't really watch, but I remember seeing the toys and being like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this is legit! This is the best idea anyone's ever had." Mason, what else have you got in terms? Let me of find letters? another email. Well, while you're doing that, I can do this from a me who says hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. It says, "Please fucking talk about this on hashtag Weekly Planet Pod." Uh, Tim Burton, and that is that. Are uh, linking to Tim Burton developing a Mars Attacks sequel movie. Oh, Mars Attacks famously, yes. Uh, it didn't do well and Correct, people didn't yes. like it. They were like, this is so bizarre yep. and odd. And yeah. the cast is phenomenal. And as based well. on baseball cards, I think. Is it? Well, I mean, there were certainly Mazatech cards. Yeah. I, let me let me look it up real quick. I'm just going to. It got 55% Rotten Tomatoes. It made, had a budget of $70 million and made $101 million. So mm. with marketing, it wouldn't have made its money back. But it had Jack Nicholson, Glenn Close, Annette Benning, Pierce Brosnan, Danny DeVito, Martin Short, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michael J. Fox, Tom Jones, right. Natalie Portman. Mm. Jesus. Jack Black's in it. Yeah. My goodness. Based on the top. Ray J's in it, famous for um, uh, Raycons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> That's great. That's yeah, based show. on the Topps trading card series of the same name. There you so. go. Okay. So, yeah, it's like a weird B-movie throwback kind of thing. Yeah. I don't actually think I've seen it. I just remember, like, people's heads being stuck to dogs and stuff and whatever. Yeah, I have seen it, and it's, um, I don't know, I think I, I remember being very hyped to see it. Yeah. But at the, the end result was not as, 
it's not as good. I don't know. It, it's. You, I think I went into it being like, oh, this is a wacky novelty. I bet it'll be fun. Wasn't that much fun. Oh, okay. Well, that's no yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, have, you, have you got another letter for I'll us? Find another letter. Oh, while you're doing that, I've got another okay. tweet here from Harry. So many tweets. Harry Mooney who says, "Hey, Mr. Sunday Movies and, <laughs> and Wikipedia Brown, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. My fiance is watching Space Jam: A New Legacy at 8 a.m. on a Friday. What an absolutely useless loose unit. Wish her luck. Yeah, good luck. How did that happen? My goodness, 8 a.m. on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. That's great. I think you should just look out for her. Yeah. <laughs> see if she's well, when okay. is the perfect time to watch a Space Jam sequel? Ever? Absolutely sure. Yes, that's <laughs> if, you, right. if you don't have to watch it, mm. never watch it. Yeah. Is my motto. Yeah, Mason, I'm going to throw to you again. Okay. Do you have another? This is from this, this is from Sugar Fan Gaming. Oh, he says howdy. Uh, howdy to you. I was doing some thinking the other day, and I had, I had the thought that a good idea for Caravan of Garbage or a Weekly Planet podcast would be The Adventures of Superman starring George Reeves and the Hollywoodland movie about the life and death of George oh, Reeves. That, yeah. I reckon it could be interesting or not. I don't know. I'm not a professional YouTuber. Well, yeah, we're pretty much – I think we're out of Superman movies except yeah. for Supergirl. Yeah. But, yeah, no, definitely. I've never seen Hollywoodland either, so I think seeing a, watching a bunch of that would be – Interesting. Is it out of our wheelhouse? I have seen it. I feel like it might be. But I mean, I think in the context of the show, I that's think true. It would yeah, be interesting. Yeah, you know I guess I mean? you're probably right. And then right, you could put yeah. Ben Affleck in the thumbnail to do super well. Based, it's very on that. true. Yeah, it's actually excellent yeah. branding that this person has you sent could do, over. Who you sent could, this over? Sugar Fan Gaming. Perfect. But you could do that's you, good branding. Too. You could do um, Ben Affleck body in the Superman suit, head sad Ben Affleck smoking a cigarette. You know that one when he's just standing <laughs> yeah. outside in the rain or whatever, and he's smoking. He's wearing a sweatshirt and he's smoking a cigarette. The 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 range of like the way that guy looks is amazing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he can look just the worst and then he can look incredible. You know what I mean? I guess that's like all of us. But he's like much more <laughs> That's true. Much more famous and good looking. Mm, but he's, I think most of us pick up like a sensible middle ground the middle, and where yeah. we always look kind of okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is from Spoopy who says Ooh. In honor of Raimi directing Multiverse of Madness, please do a commentary for Dark Man next month. Hashtag weekly planet pod. I would love that actually. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do Darkman? Let's do Darkman. Yeah. yeah, cool. It's on our list. Yeah. Uh yeah. Darkman's very good. Mm. I mean, I don't know if it is very good. I remember enjoying it a lot when it came. Yeah, out. I don't even know if I've ever seen it fully. I think I have. I don't know. But God, it's Liam Neeson at the fairground. Colin oh. Friels. Colin Friels. Australian actor. Mm. Yeah. Anything else, Mason? Because I got one more quick one just give to me, go. Uh, give me, give me one second. All right, I'll just read this one quickly from Jason, who okay. says it's from Jason Magic Historian. Uh, Sonic is from the his name fun- is Jason Magic Historian. Yep, or his name's Jason. He's a magic historian. It's Jason, comma Magic Historian. Oh, that's exciting. I agree. Sonic is from the planet <laughs> Mobius. I, I didn't know that. Okay, great. Does that extend to Monthbius? Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Look, Monthbius is self-sustaining at this point. That's true. It is yeah. beyond my reach to shut down Monthbius. Monthbius. Yeah. Monthbius outside of this podcast. Oh, that's true. Actually, like yeah. in the Great Mates group yeah, on yeah. Reddit, on Twitter, I can't stop Monthbius. It's it's like when someone creates an iconic comic book character and it grows beyond them. You know what mm, I mean? That's true. Yeah. And well, what they do or say cannot affect. <laughs> what they have done. That is very true. Yeah. So mm. it's out of my hands. What I should have done is I should have really pushed a kid in a sandwich to the point where No. We're not doing I'm not doing a kid in a sandwich right now. I'm talking about in the aftermath of a kid in a sandwich. What I should have done is I should have really pushed the bit every week and then it could have become self sustaining. That yeah, is yeah, that yeah. is that that's my mistake. Mm. You know? What about for every one bit of news you don't bring? 
No, 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 that's no. <laughs> I mean, it's less work for you. Wait, so with it, wait, so for every, if every one bit of ease I don't bring, I you get, get another veto. veto. No, no, I don't, that doesn't what sound good like to me. What if like five, five for one? No, I don't like it. No. Ten? No, no, that, that wasn't the rules. <laughs> You had you you had you had three vetoes to spend wisely. <laughs> and right. it's merely April. Exactly. All right, anything else? Ooh. This is from James. Hello. Night Rider reboot. What when? Why? I w I don't I don't know. <laughs> Uh, dear James and Mace, I've been listening to the podcast for a few years now and love the show. You helped me get through my drive to work in the Texas heat and I can't wait for the Snake Eyes review. Oh, me I've too. been watching Knight Rider lately since I found it on Netflix and it has reminded me how much I loved the show as a kid. I was wondering if you two were in charge of rebooting Knight Rider today, how would the show be different? It could not just be a cool guy in his awesome car. Also, who would you cast for the David Hasselhoff role? God, what Knight Rider. Because mm, they've attempted it numerous times. There was Knight Rider 2000, yeah. which was the TV movie where they put old Knight Rider into a cool new future car that's from right. in the year 2000. And then there was... There was that reboot series where the... The they, guy was the best at everything. Yeah. that's yeah. the pro, That was the problem with that show is that they were like, this guy's a cool guy and you're going to think he's a cool we, guy. Yeah, you, we can tell you, we know that you think he's a cool like, guy. I don't know if David Hasselhoff's character was built from the ground up to be a cool guy. Like he he had a cool sort of yeah. 80s cool and I'm sure they were like, we want a character that people will respect. Yeah, like he's, respect he's or, cool but it wasn't like... Look how cool this guy yeah, is. Yeah, which was yeah. The, the the reboot. I don't know if that's on a streaming platform or anywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe get an uncool guy. Okay. Get Jay Baruchel. Yeah, you do a Jay Baruchel. <laughs> I don't mind that. Yeah. Do you, do you do regular guy? What if you make the car cool? Yeah. Like you give the car a cool personality. Yeah. And the guy's a real dweeb. Or opposite. The car's a dweeb. That's how it was originally. No, no. Is it? Yes. The, it's an uncool car. Oh, I see what you mean. I meant their personality. No, no, no. I mean like it's the car that's like that. This guy's got oh. three. It's like that. Cybertruck? Th- yeah, it's like Mr. Bean's car. <laughs> yes. Oh, and he has to ride it from the roof. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so it's a cool guy And saddled. the problem with the other car, the problem with the other Knight Rider, the reboot, is it was a car that could transform into any other car. And it was yeah. like, oh, my God. And it had so many cool. And it was and it was it force fields and it was invulnerable and it could shoot lasers or whatever. It's too much stuff. Yeah, yeah, Sim- yeah, yeah. I reckon simplify it. Yeah. Uh, I reckon... I reckon the car is cool, like it's got a cool personality and the dude is a dweeb. Yeah. And... Oh, but no, they did that with Transformers, didn't they? Well, that's true. Oh, who cares? Yeah. That's yeah. That's true. Uh, but he's like, he's a real, like, the, the car has to, like, get this dude through social situations. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, we'll start slow. We'll, we'll go through the drive through at McDonald's and see if you can manage that. And then after that, after that, we'll see if we, we'll help you ask out a girl. And yeah, yeah. then um, then we'll uh, stop some bank robbers. Oh, beautiful. Mm. That's great. You've solved the Knight Rider conundrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, executives yeah. have been trying to tackle for years. Just boardrooms filled with like <laughs> screwed up paper and, you know, and whiteboards just with insane scrawlings on you it. You joke. <laughs> but what, what's easier for them, rebooting Knight Rider or, or coming up with a piece of original material in any way? What are you talking about, Mason? Yeah, you're right. The first thing. The first thing is definitely better, <laughs> yes. All right, is that the show? That is the whole show, folks. Thank you wow. so much for listening. Thank you for telling your friends about the podcast because that's how we get more listeners. It's true, actually. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for leaving a five-star review on any podcasting platform of your choice. Once again, that's how it, uh, it pops up on people's podcast catches and they go, what's this, baby? I'm going to give this a go. What blessings. Mm. Wouldn't you say, Mason? Ble- multi- many blessings. Agreed. Mm. Uh, and also, like, people love reviewing the show, don't they, I think? They do, yeah. 
like this one from Boba's Bounty, who gave us five stars and said, Amazing pod. After Harmontown finished up, I was looking for a new podcast to fall in love with. And these couple of great mates did it for me. So much so, after listening to a few episodes, I've decided to listen to them from the first episode. The origin of the theme song and the running gags of the show have been some of my favorite parts to discover. I sing Westworld out loud, out loud <laughs> every time for What's We Gonna Read for the segment, and that comes on since the inception of the theme. And I will continue until I... Here the first time James sings it out loud for the first time. Keep up all the fun comic book news, you guys. Loving it. That's from C. Thompson. Thank you so we much, C. Thompson. We will keep it up. And this is from Defot9 who says, good podcast. I don't even listen to this. It just radiates good podcast vibes. But no, seriously, it's the only podcast I listen to because nothing else compares. Thank you so much. So kind and generous. You're very welcome. Appreciate it. We appreciate it, bro. Appreciate you all. I'm doing a dab right now. I know, Mason. Yes, he's doing a dab. How was it, though? Thank you for coming with me on that. Now he's doing all kinds of crazy dances. No, I'm not. No, he's doing very elaborate dances. (laughs) I'm not doing any dancing. He's doing so many. Just he's inventing his own dances. Are they good? They're bad dances. no. They're bad dances. You can at least tell people they were good dances. No, no, they were bad. Uh, Folks... If you want to get into contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Pod subreddit and Discord. Yes. People are having great fun over there. Podcast chats, pop culture chats, all kinds of chats, having a nice time or else. Wow. I love all that, Mason, the things I, that I love said. it. I love yeah. it too. Uh, if you want to follow some people on a Twitter, you can follow our great pal Rob Collings. He's at Raw Collings on Twitter. Is He's he? at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. He keeps this whole situation moving. Does he? Yeah, yes. It's true. Mm, that's right. Mm. He's doing dances you've never seen before, and guess what? They're great. Oh, come They're on, They're incredible mate. dances. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy for him, but yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does he find the time to I invent these know. dances? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. But he's, damn, damn. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Wiki, uh, Wikipedia Brown. I can't even be mad. You know what I mean? Right? I'm just happy for him, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Meso. You can follow James on every platform at Mr. Sunday Movies. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. You can chuck in a buck or any small amount. Oh, keeps, yeah. Keeps, keeps the lights on in here. Keeps the bloody all the various recording devices mostly working, it seems. It seems that way, it doesn't it? That way, you heard yeah. this is working. That's right. Uh, you can also sign up to bigsandwich.co, all kinds of bonus podcasts, early videos, movie commentaries, having a great time over there. We're going to record one after this, I think. We certainly are, Mason. Mm, what the a- one about clickbait where you get mad. Yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's right. Uh, 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 thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all the musical themes. You can buy T-shirts on Public if you want. Just go to tpublic.com, search for the Weekly Planet. There's probably a bunch will come up. Probably a bunch there. Some legit ones, some some weird ones. Yeah, whatever. Just get what We don't care. <laughs> That's right. Do what you feel like. If you need a t- don't buy one because you're like, well, I should. Oh, no, no, no. Just get buy one, one if you, you need a t-shirt. On. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. if the t-shirt you're currently wearing is like has like a bunch of like raggedy holes in it. Yeah, or some poo on it. Just get a new one. Yeah. Don't you think? I mean, if I guess you could throw that in the you could wash that. I guess. Yeah, you know, I get a t-shirt though again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, that's it, isn't it? That was a good riff, though. Was I, it? I, I respect the you, you <laughs> went with. What if there's? What if there was poo on a t-shirt? I think that's really good. Well. That's good. <laughs> yeah, colleagues has got dances, but I got riffs, you that's know. Right, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Next week, what about this? Yep. What about the movie Ambulance? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. I hear cinematography-wise, it's very good. There's a lot of drones. Yeah, I heard that. But too. also, Michael Bay movies cause me physical pain at this point. Great. So it's a bit of a toss-up. Right, but let's give it a whirl and see if a non-Transformers movie from Michael Bay will upset me or not. I would love that. Terrific. All right. Thanks, everybody. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. And goodbye. Bye. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 